Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's that grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air High as next on the cloud Am I in the air, Sunday night's round time I flex my bed of Ultron, transform to DX Don Mega and unseen, you probably think I'm nice Cause I slow like a stream to your wireless device And the smoke full of steam any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. And for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. Well, what is going down, everybody? Welcome back to the greatest entertainment show in podcast form on the interwebs. It is Am I on the Air. I'm so happy to be with you. It is Monday, January the 30th. We're broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in lovely Tucson, Arizona. Tonight, it's season 14, episode 3, and tonight's show is called This Is My Story. Yes, this is my story. Now, it's been... About two weeks now Since the last Am I on the Air episode And I hate to put those gaps in But there was a reason There was a reason why I did it And that was because we got together And we did a brand new Am I Still on the Air Now that's what's up We've been trying to get that together uh, Every January When the new year kicks over We try to do an Am I Still on the Air Talking about our most anticipated films Of the upcoming year And that's what we did we got the team together, Geeky Pat, Peeps, the Red Dragons Assemble team, joined me on that episode, and we broke down our top 10 most anticipated movies of 2017. So if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I implore you to go head on over to amiontheair.com or reddragonsradio.com and click on the tab that says, Am I Still on the Air? That tab will bring you to those special spinoff episodes where we break down the nitty gritty And uh, like I said, great episode there Some really cool movies It's going to be a good year So it was, it, was, it was nice to count down all the greatest Coming up in 2017 So who's going to be number one? You're going to have to listen to find that out So that is why I didn't do a new episode last week Because I wanted to give the Am I Still in the Air The time that it needed to breathe You know? So now that it's had its time to breathe, we come back to the glory land. We come back to our main hub here, Am I on the Air? Um, i also like to give another quick shout out to my boy Lynx over on Twitter. His show, Way Off Topic, um, had me on as a special guest last weekend. I joined up with Lynx and we did a little Way Off Topic radio. Just uh, talking about movies and talking about... TV shows and just general nonsense And that's what Way Off Topic is all about So shout out to Lynx uh, for allowing me to come on 
and uh, having me on to uh, chat it up there on that latest episode of Way Off Topic. So if you haven't listened to that yet, that is another show that is available right there on reddragonsradio.com. So go to reddragonsradio.com, click on the Way Off Topic link, and you can listen to the episode featuring yours truly. Um, While you're there, check out all the other great podcasts. Lots of good stuff there on reddragonsradio.com. So that's what we've had going on. We've had, you know, am I on the air? Took a little week off. Did an am I still on the air? Top 10 most anticipated. I was featured on the Way Off Topic episode. Lots of good stuff going on. But here we are, like I said, back to the motherland. Back to where it all began. Am I on the air? This is your hub to get you caught up to speed in the latest and greatest of entertainment news, TV, movies, reviews, the whole nine. We have two movie reviews for you. Uh, up first is going to be Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. And I also have a review for you of Resident Evil, The Final Chapter. So two movies that I come to bring you. And uh, well, let's jump right in. We're going to start off with Triple X. That was last week's uh, movie which I didn't do an episode right after, so I'm bringing to you the review now. I liked it. I liked it. It was a fun movie. Really crazy movie as far as, uh, yeah, some of the stuff was just a little bit far-fetched. Just a little bit. But, come on. It's Triple X, man. It's awesome. Triple X was a movie that my boy Vin Diesel did back in the early 2000s, 2002, I believe. And then he got really big. He thought he was becoming a real big actor. And then he said no to Fast and Furious 2. And then he said no to Triple X 2. And he went and did other movies like The Pacifier. (laughs) And then he ended up coming back to these franchises many years later. Of course, we did get a Triple X 2. That was State of the Union with Ice Cube. And, uh, which... You know, a lot of people give a lot of shit to, but it's a fun little action movie in its own right, so I don't mind State of the Union. Um, but, you know, Vin Diesel's been talking for many, many years now about doing another Triple X movie. Um, it was going to get made, then it wasn't, then it was going to, then it wasn't. And it was cool because Vin Diesel was going back to those characters where it all started, you know, doing another Riddick movie and all the Fast and Furiouses. He said, I want to do another Triple X. And... He did. He finally gave us, in 2017, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. Now, different director, so this movie has a completely different flow than the original movie. Which, the original movie was very much a James Bond kind of film. Just with somebody that was from the extreme, you know, the extreme sports world. Um, This Triple X feels just... Way more over the top. Plus, they did it where they did it in, in a very Fast and Furious style, where he had to kind of put his own team together, and he's got all these crazy people with him. You know, I'm sure they were going to match that Fast and Furious vibe, and um, and in a way they did. Not as many likable characters as Fast and Furious, but some good stuff, and it's got some really good action. Don't let me get you wrong. Um, just some of it's just a little, just a little bit over the top which then of course takes away from the overall of the movie but in the end I really did have a lot of fun with the return of Xander Cage and you know it was cool to see a little cameo in there of Ice Cube yes he reprised his role from uh, State of the Union now some of you might be saying that's a spoiler no it's not because they actually used it in the teaser spots that was on TV so if they show that stuff on TV that is not a spoiler 
Um, but I thought that was interesting. I really didn't think that they were even going to acknowledge the second Triple X movie, but they did. And not only that, Ice Cube has a role. So you could see, you know, if they plan to like do a third one, I think Ice Cube's going to be in it full time. They're going to put keep this team together, and they're going to basically be this new Triple X team of just crazy action, <laughs> getting the job done when the government can't, which sounds just like Fast and Furious. Um, but hey, if it works, why not, right? Unfortunately, box office-wise, this isn't working as well as Fast and Furious. It did okay. It's doing really well overseas, so that might be enough to get it back for another one down the road, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, this movie, I, like I said, I hate half-stars. I just can't stand them. But this movie put me in that spot that I had to do a half star because it's better than a three, but I couldn't quite get to a four. So I'm going to give Triple X Return of Xander Cage three and a half stars out of five. Um, The only thing holding me back, I almost wanted to give it a four, but some of the stunts and some of the things are just so ridiculous in the movie. Even with shutting my brain off and just enjoying it for the silly action that it was. Some of it was just still too much over the top for me. So I had to scale back a bit. But I think it's a fun ride. If you're a fan of the Triple X franchise. If you're a fan of Fast and Furious. If you're a fan of just crazy over the top silly action. I think you'll really enjoy the return of Xander Cage. So there you go. Three and a half out of five for me on that. Now. uh, Now I bring you to Resident Evil. The final chapter. The sixth movie. In the Resident Evil franchise. They say we're done. This is it. No more Resident Evil. I don't believe that really for a second. um, Unless this movie completely bombs out and loses them money. Which it kind of is in America. It didn't do very well opening weekend here in America. But once again overseas. They're loving it. So you know they make this movie for a pretty decent budget. And they always do very very well overseas. So who knows, I can tell you, without getting into spoilers, this movie doesn't really end as if it's the final chapter, wink wink, um, I have a very love and hate relationship with this franchise, I thought the first one was okay, didn't mind it very, you know, I thought it was a good little zombie horror movie, number two is when the franchise won me over, Resident Evil Apocalypse, I love number two. It is by far the best, hands down, great action zombie movie. It's so good. Then they did Resident Evil 3, which was Afterlife, I believe, which was very Mad Maxi. The whole world was under sand, and it was just another really cool entry into Resident Evil. It was something different, it was something unique. I liked where they were taking the franchise. And then number four came, um, which this is where I start forgetting even what the hell the damn titles are. Um, four was not very good. It was okay at best, but kind of a letdown. Then we go into five and five was horrible, horrible piece of junk. I hated number five and number five ended on a really cool note that I was like, you know what? If anything, if they do another, I can't wait to see the beginning of six to see where this movie, you know, kicks off. And then 6 comes out, this one here, final chapter, and I have to say it's another giant piece of shit. Um, it, this movie is lame as fuck. Um, it's very hard to watch. You want to talk about shaky cam? This thing is shaky cam to the 10th degree. 
Um, he also does this frantic editing that just really makes no sense. I mean, even loading a gun is like 10 different shots of... Like, really? I don't need to get all these different shots of somebody just loading a gun. Like, hey, I'm going to get in the car and let me start this car up. What the fuck kind of editing is this? And who thought that shit was cool? I'm sorry, man, but it is over the top. It did it kind of like this in the trailer, and I thought it was just like a little trailer-like gag. Nope. The whole fucking movie is shot like this, and it's horrible. It's hard to watch. People got up and walked out of this movie when I was watching it. I always usually will watch a movie in IMAX 3D. This is one where I said, thank God I did not watch this in IMAX 3D, because it probably would have given me the worst headache ever. Geeky Pat was with me, and he was like, if we would have saw this in IMAX 3D, I probably would have puked. It was just so frantic. It was all over the damn place. You can never follow the action. You don't know what the hell's going on. People are dying. People are getting shot. This and that. I couldn't tell you who was who. I couldn't tell you what was what. Because it is just such a sloppy mess. Um, yeah. Like I said, love-hate relationship with this franchise. I really like the first three. The last three, not so much. So it's a 50-50 Kind of turnout when it comes down to it. But I wanted to see it. Because I said man it's the final chapter. We got to see how this piece of crap ends. And it ends like I said. Just not in a satisfying way. And it doesn't make me feel like it's the final chapter. Which just feels like a waste of time. So unfortunately. I have to give Resident Evil. The final chapter. One out of five stars. Yes one out of five Horrible. I guess this tops the ranking right now for the worst movie of 2017. Yes, I know we're only a month in, but it's the worst movie of 2017 so far. So, there you have it. Um, Sometimes you can have fun with these movies, like Underworld a couple weeks ago. And then sometimes it's just a horrible mess. And that's when you get Resident Evil, the final chapter. (coughs) So, there you go. To recap, Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage, three and a half out of five stars. Resident Evil, The Final Chapter, one out of five. Alright, so there's your two big movie reviews of the week. I really, really want to review Split for you. I want to see Split so bad, but I am having the hardest time getting somebody to go with me to this thing. Now, the crazy thing is, is my wife actually wants to see it, and I would love to go watch it with my wife, but I got no damn babysitter, and it's just been too hard to get the time to go. Geeky Pat, who I usually go to movies with for some reason, refuses to go see this movie. Um, My boy Peeps, we were going to go see it, and then he flaked out on me. Um, My brother-in-law, who I see movies with, he's just been too damn busy. I'm like, what is going on here, man? I just want to see Split. I just want to see Split. I've heard such great things. It's been the number one movie for the last two weeks. I want to see this movie. Maybe I'll finally get to see it this weekend because there's not much coming out in the theaters this weekend. So maybe we'll get that one (laughs) reeled in there. I do know my boy Friggin saw it, but he never invites us to the movies. So, you know, he always sees stuff without us. But he saw it and he loved it. Just like most people seem to be loving it. So... Hopefully, fingers crossed, I can get that down with that one here soon. So keep an eye out. I hope to get you a review for Split really, really soon. 
Alright, so let's get the movie stuff out the way Let's jump into the news Because we got about two weeks worth of news To get caught up on, so let's roll through it WB, the WB WB Pictures is eyeing an Attack on Titan movie With producer David Heyman from the Harry Potter franchise Yes, you know Attack on Titan is uh, a Japanese manga um, anime kind of film uh, With these giant titans that run over the earth And we basically take to the skies to be above them I don't know 100% on this, so I might be wrong This is just the gist of what I've gotten from the storylines um, it looks really damn cool And if they could do a live action version of this I think that would be pretty damn tight uh, Moving on The Ocean's 8 movie Is is lining up Of course that's the female spinoff Of the Ocean's 11 franchise Richard Armitage from The Hobbit He's just joined up with the cast um, No word yet on who he's going to be playing we have the trailer for The Discovery, which is a new sci-fi movie starring Jason Segel and uh, Rooney Mara that I believe is going to Netflix, so keep an eye out for that. We also have the trailer for The Nut Job 2, Nutty by Nature. Yeah, this movie wins the award for greatest sequel title ever, and uh, it might even be Peep's number one movie on his top ten, so if you haven't listened, go check it out and listen to the top ten most anticipated list. Let's see if uh, Nutty by Nature gets some love up on that list. Julia Roberts is going to voice a new female Smurf named Smurf Willow. That's going to be in the new Smurfs the Lost Village animated movie coming out. Um, we have the new trailer for Crashing, which is a new HBO comedy series that's coming out. So you can check that out. It's official NBC has ordered a Will and Grace revival Yes, because that's what we do now We take shows that have ended and we bring them back Because why not, we're nostalgic like that Will and Grace will return for 10 brand new episodes uh, During the 2017 to 2018 season later on So thanks NBC, Will and Grace revival We got a brand new trailer for the Belko Experiment I'm looking really forward to this movie I think it looks awesome Star Trek, the new Star Trek that will eventually be coming to CBS's online service Has cast Spock's father Yes, Spock's father Which, I mean, that, to me, is one of the biggest things James Frain, of course, mainly known He was on Gotham, he was on Orphan Black Lots of other stuff, this guy's been all over the place You'll know him when you see his face He's gonna play Spock's dad, Sarek um, so this kind of helps out with the timeline maybe of the new Star Trek Discovery show um, But unfortunately it's going to take even longer to see it Because they pushed the release date back once again I don't know what's going on with this show man It's been through a lot And now it's pushed back again So getting a little bit of movement Getting some casting going But uh, yeah So yeah Sorry um, Major Crimes will be back for a 13 episode 6 season Yes, TNT is given the green light to Major Crimes So look for that season 6 coming soon um, Sony, Sony announced a couple years ago that they were going to be doing an animated Spider-Man film um, It comes out next year in 2018 And now we have the official word that the animated Sony Spider-Man movie will center on Miles Morales Lots of people excited about this Miles is uh, not Peter Parker <laughs> Which is what a lot of people expected it to be But we'll have Peter Parker in our cinematic universe 
And then now we can have Miles, the uh, the newer Spider-Man, who's in the black suit, which I love Miles Morales' black suit. It's so cool looking. Um, he's going to be the subject of the animated movie. So that comes out next uh, next year. So look for that. It's going to be pretty tight. The TV show, This Is Us, which, by the way, if you're not watching this show, you have no heart. Um, I'm not... It, it's one of the newer TV shows that's out right now. It's on NBC. I love it. Uh, this was a show that I didn't even watch the first two episodes of. And then heard so much great stuff. I had to go back, watch it. And now I do not miss this show. It's hard to make it through the show and not even cry. This is the most emotional TV show I think I've ever seen in my life. But for some reason, it is captivating. Captivating. Great show, one of the biggest hits of the new TV season, and congratulations because NBC has renewed This Is Us for two more seasons. That's awesome, man. I mean, that is massive right there. You usually never see an advance order for two more seasons. You know, it's hard to get one season locked down, let alone two. So that is pretty damn awesome there. Um... We have the new trailer for Collide, which is a new action movie starring Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, and Anthony Hopkins. Looks okay, I guess. Uh, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Eh. Let's see here. Uh, we have the new trailer for I Am Michael, which stars James Franco and Emma Roberts. Uh, and Zachary Quinto. So check out that trailer there. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Gotta love Sir Patrick Stewart. Um, but he's just been added to the voice cast for the Emoji Movie. And he will be voicing the Poop Emoji. Yes. Patrick Stewart doing the Poop Emoji. Thank you, Sir Patrick Stewart. That's going to be great. I do really think it's going to be great, by the way. <laughs> His voice is going to be awesome <laughs> on the poop emoji. American Crime Story. Producers are considering the Bill Clinton, Monica Lewinsky scandal for future seasons. Um, that sounds cool. I like it. I think that would be a pretty cool story to tell. So uh, it probably won't be within the next couple of years, but they are looking at making that one of the uh, focuses of one of the upcoming seasons. So we will see on that. Director DJ Caruso, he's the director of Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage. And while he was doing some promotional work for Triple X, they asked him about G.I. Joe 3. And he says, yes, he was in negotiations to do G.I. Joe 3. And he wrote a treatment for it where he had G.I. Joe crossover with the Transformers. Uh, But the studio said, we're not ready to do that yet. We're not looking to, you know, to... Cross the streams, so to speak, as at this time. They said eventually they will get there, but right now they don't want to do G.I. Joe and Transformers. So, they pretty much threw his script away at that point, and then he kind of moved away from the project. So, this kind of bums me out, because I would have loved to have seen G.I. Joe max up with the Transformers. I think that would have been great. Come on, we would have got The Rock and Optimus Prime. Mark Wahlberg's in there still. Could have got a little Pain and Gain reunion. I think it would have been awesome, but who am I? (laughs) So maybe one day we'll see. Going back to trailers, we got 
blessed with another amazing trailer this time for Logan. Yes, the upcoming Wolverine film that is going to be off the chain. Off the chain. You know, I loved the first Wolverine trailer that most people loved except for Geeky Pat and Peeps for whatever reason. Um, but the Johnny Cash song, you know, I hurt myself today, just an awesome, awesome trailer. I knew when we got the second one, it was going to be a little bit more action based. It was going to be, going to be some really cool stuff. And this trailer is awesome. I mean, they really don't hold back when it comes to the little girl, which we, I I told y'all already. She was X 23. This trailer confirmed it. She's X-23, she's got the two claws coming out, she's a badass, reminded me of Hit Girl from Kick-Ass, just so good. Wolverine messing people up, Um, just the world that it's set in, this trailer was fantastic. I'm already looking so forward to this movie, which you should know if you saw, if you listened to our top 10 most anticipated movies of 2017 podcast. Um, am I still on the air? Because Logan was definitely represented. Um, I'm looking so forward to this thing. This trailer was fantastic. So if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's available on our Twitter and our Facebook. But of course, as always, amiontheair.com. Click on the trailers tab. And that's where you can always watch all the latest and greatest trailers. It's going to be an awesome movie. We also, I think the same day actually, were delivered with the brand new Power Rangers trailer. And I gotta tell you, I wasn't too like, when they announced they were going to do a Power Rangers movie, I was just kind of like, eh. But then, the first teaser trailer came out. And I was like, okay, this looks kind of like Chronicle, pretty cool. This trailer comes out. Woo, man, made me excited. I felt like a kid again. This looks like the closest thing I'm going to get to my Voltron movie. Um... It's awesome. You get to finally see Brian Cranston as Zordon. You get to see Alpha 5 real quick. You get to see uh, Rita Repulsa messing some shit up. You get to see the Zords. You see them combine. You see a big robot. It's awesome. I'm looking really forward to this. It comes out in March. This was um, one of my honorable mentions on the uh, most anticipated podcast we did. And if I would have seen this trailer before we did that podcast, maybe things would have shifted. Who knows? But I really love this trailer, so check that one out if you haven't. Another little teaser trailer we got was for Sandy Wexler, which is a new Netflix movie starring Adam Sandler. Yes, it's another one part of his Netflix deal that he's doing. The film follows Sandy Wexler, played by Adam Sandler, a talent manager working in Los Angeles in the 1990s, um, who takes care of a group of eccentric clients. It's a very small teaser, does not really give you much, but um, I think it looks pretty funny though, so we'll see. Uh, we also posted up the first full official trailer for Powerless, which is the new comedy show coming to NBC next month that um, stars Vanessa Hudgens, and um, it takes place in the DC universe, not the DC movie universe, um, but the, uh, you know, I guess TV universe maybe. But um, it looks really damn funny. I really enjoyed this full trailer for it. And uh, I'm looking forward to the show debuting here. Um, I might even be later this week, to be honest. Either this week or next week. I have to look it up again. But I think it's February 3rd, so maybe Friday night. We'll see. Thursday or Friday. 
Back in our everything wrong with category, we had everything wrong with Triple X a couple weeks ago. Now we have everything wrong with Triple X State of the Union. So you can check that one out because you love to. You love to. We have the full list of winners for the People's Choice Awards that you can check out. I'm not going to read through them all, um, but they're there for you to check out if you need. Um, Good Omens is a mini series that's coming from Neil Gaiman, and uh, it's going to be on Amazon. Yes, so there you go. Um, they're going to be turning his Good Omens series into a new mini series. Based on Neil Gaiman's acclaimed novel of the same name. Cold Case Files is being rebooted by A&E. So after 12 years off the air, A&E is rebooting Cold Case Files for a new run. Big news here. Um, I still don't know really how I feel about it. You know, it's one of those things. But uh, a couple years ago, DC announced Join the Rock Johnson. Oh, it's time. Rock Rolls! Uh, yes, Rock Rolls continues in 2017. A couple years ago, DC announced that Join the Rock Johnson was going to be playing Black Adam, who is a villain in the Shazam world. And uh, the Shazam movie was slated for 2019, which we all found to be very odd. Being that they announced him being Black Adam like in 2014, maybe. That was a long ways away from when a movie was coming out. About a couple weeks ago, The Rock had tweeted and Facebooked and Instagrammed that he had a really good meeting with DC and things were moving along. And then like a couple days later, they announced that The Rock is getting his own solo movie as Black Adam. Wow. Wow. Okay, if honestly for me this only works because it's The Rock. I don't think they would have given any other actor a villain movie to launch on their own other than The Rock. Um, Black Adam is a really cool character, but he works with Shazam. He's Shazam's, you know, Joker basically. That is the guy that's always with Shazam. Now they're talking about doing these movies separately. So that they're still going to move forward with a Shazam movie, but that they're going to do a Black Adam movie first. So are we fast-tracking this thing? I mean, are we going to see this in the next couple years? Lots of rumors speculating on a couple different things that maybe he's going to pop up as a side mini-villain in um, the Aquaman movie, possibly, to introduce us to Black Adam. Um, Lots of speculation that maybe in the Black Adam movie he will be fighting Superman. Because remember, we talked about that picture that was posted back around Christmas time that had The Rock chilling with Henry Cavill. And they were saying, you know, DC Worlds collide. Today we jerk as friends, but tomorrow we'll be enemies. All this kind of stuff. So lots of speculation that maybe Henry Cavill will be reprising his role as Superman in the Black Adam movie. So, because we need somebody for Black Adam to go against, right? Can't have just a straight up villain movie with no hero. So, you know... Some reports are saying that he won't even be in the Shazam movie. Others say that they're going to continue on as they planned before with him being the villain in Shazam. Lots and lots of speculation here. And that's all it is at this point. Is we got to take it as speculation. So, yeah. But the main thing to take away from this is that The Rock's Black Adam character is getting his own solo movie. 
There you go. Let's switch gears over to director news. Marvel has announced that Roll Rain is set as the first Inhumans director. He's going to helm the two-part IMAX pilot that's set to hit big screens in September for a two-week run. Yes, remember IMAX and Marvel working together to do ABC's Inhumans TV show. The first two episodes will be filmed in IMAX. They'll be shown on the big screen. And then after that, it's going to be an ABC weekly show, just like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I don't know much about this director, but they obviously, they're very careful with who they pick. So I'm fine with whatever they choose. Celine Dion set to perform a new song for the live action Beauty and the Beast movie that's coming out. So that's cool, you know, because she sang the other Beauty and the Beast song from the animated movie. So that's cool. Um, Anne Hathaway is in talks to join Rebel Wilson in a Dirty Rotten Scoundrels remake that's going to be titled Nasty Women. So yeah. Uh, it could be a pretty cool duo I'm not going to judge it um, The Division seems to be the next Video game adaptation that's moving forward Yes they are moving forward With a Division movie uh, We have the first trailer for Colossal Going back to Anne Hathaway This is her new movie Where she controls a giant creature Yes in her mind A kaiju She's uh, a pretty crazy woman but in, And then everything she's doing Is Making a monster kaiju do stuff in Japan. <coughs> yes, it sounds weird. It looks weird, but it looks very interesting. I've heard nothing but great things about this. So check out the trailer for Colossal. Uh, Amazon has renewed Sneaky Pete for a second season. So congratulations. I still need to watch this. I'm looking forward to seeing Sneaky Pete. So glad to see you get a second season. Um. The TV show Unreal has just cast Masters of Sex actress alum uh, Caitlin Fitzgerald. Yes, Caitlin Fitzgerald is going to be the new female suitor on the next season of Unreal. ABC has ordered a refugee crisis drama with a big sci-fi twist. Yes, don't know much else about it, but that's what you need. Jesse Plemons is set to join Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman for their new movie Game Night. Sterling K. Brown is in talks to join the cast of Shane Black's Predator movie. Uh, I like this. I like this a lot. Sterling K. Brown is awesome. I talked to you about it on the last episode that um, he wants to be Jon Stewart in the Green Lantern movie. And I'm all about that. But hey, him being in Predator 2, let's get some more exposure, baby. Uh, I like it a lot. We have the first trailer for Feud, which is another um, Ryan Murphy project. It's a limited series starring Susan Sarandon and Jessica Lange. <coughs> Excuse me. ABC is in early talks for a blackish spinoff centered around the character Zoe, uh, which is Anthony Anderson's daughter on the show, the older daughter. Now, I don't know. I'd be curious to know what my boy Javon Lewis, JV Lewis on Twitter, my friends, uh, big fan of the show. Me and uh, JV Lewis have been watching Blackish since day one. I love Blackish; it's one of my favorite comedies on television. Do I want a spinoff centered around Zoe though? I don't think so, to be honest. I mean, I don't know why we're looking for spinoffs all of a sudden on all these popular shows. Let's not overdo it. What makes Zoe such a good character is being in the ensemble piece dealing with her mom and dad and brothers and sisters. Spin her off 
and I don't think we get anything too special. Nothing against her, I just don't see it. So we'll see. They're just in early talks, so nothing has been confirmed. (coughs) But I know I'm not digging it at this point. So let me know what you think. Um, sorry, lost my trail of thoughts. <coughs> James Mangold, director of Wolverine, or not Wolverine, well, director of Logan, the new Wolverine. Sorry, I need to take a drink, man. My throat is just going completely dry right now. Thank you. Sorry about that. So James Mangold, director of Logan, <clears throat> confirms that the movie takes place in the year 2029. Pretty interesting, which that is after the timeline of Days of Future Past. Michael Keaton says he doesn't know if there'll ever be a Beetle, uh, Beetlejuice sequel anymore. That's sad, and that unfortunately really sucks. Um, House of Cards Season 5 Netflix has announced that Season 5 is coming And May 30th, 2017 Will be the premiere date for that Ride Along director Tim Story Is set to direct the Shaft reboot Yes, a Shaft reboot is coming From Tim Story Uh, I don't know how I feel about a Shaft reboot To be honest I really... Enjoyed the Samuel Jackson Shaft, but he was playing Shaft's son, I think, son or grandson in that movie. So it wasn't really like a spin off or a remake. Um, but this is this is supposedly a reboot, so yeah, we'll see. I don't know how I feel about this one, but make a good movie, man. That's all I gotta say. We have the season two teaser trailer for the free form drama Beyond. Annapurna Pictures has titled, um, has dated the Catherine Bigelow Detroit Project uh, for August. August 4th, 2017 is when the movie is going to come out. This is Catherine Bigelow's new film. She's still making it. It's an untitled Detroit project uh, about the riots in Detroit. So, um, But it does have a release date, so that's cool. August 4th sounds like a good spot to drop that one in. Witchblade, yes, there's a new Witchblade TV series that's in the work. It, it works at NBC. Uh, I kind of dig the idea of Witchblade coming back, but NBC? This sounds like the wrong network to do it on. This is a very adult comic. It's got nudity. It's got sex. It's graphic. This is a show that should be on Cinemax or Showtime or HBO. Something like that. Not NBC. Really? Witchblade? NBC? I don't know. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Of course, this is the new play that's out. Everybody's thinking this is going to be a new trilogy. They're going to make all these movies. It's been confirmed that it will not be a new film trilogy. They're not saying they won't eventually make it a movie at some point, but it's not going to be a trilogy. Um...
Looks like the Big Bang Theory is back into negotiations as the future of the show remains up in the air as it enters the back half of season 10 with looming contract negotiations for the entire cast. So, we don't know yet. Will it be back? Will it not? I don't know. So, I might have let the cat out of the bag a little bit earlier. I said I talked about it on the last episode, but I guess I didn't. I thought this news was older than this, but it looks like... So, here's where I get to it. <clears throat> Green Lantern Corps. Yes, the Green Lantern Corps is a new movie that's coming out. We just found out that David Goyer is writing the script. We found out that it's going to be centering around Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. Jon Stewart's confirmed to it. Lots of cool stuff going on. But now, supposedly... There is a short list of actors that the studio wants for the role of Hal Jordan. And the names are Tom Cruise, Joe McHale, Bradley Cooper, Ryan Reynolds, Army Hammer, and Jake Gyllenhaal. <clears throat> so actually I didn't jump the gun. The thing I was referencing earlier was Sterling K. Brown for Jon Stewart, which that's a whole different story. So this is about Hal Jordan here. So... Let me rephrase, let me, you know, run it down again. The short list supposedly for Hal Jordan from Warner Brothers is Tom Cruise, Joe McHale, Bradley Cooper, Ryan Reynolds, Army Hammer, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Couple interesting things. Number one, Joe McHale. Who the fuck put his name in there? This dude does not need to be Green Lantern. He does not need to be Hal Jordan. He does not fit on this list with any of these other guys. Get Joe McHale all the way the fuck out of here. Um, Tom Cruise, interesting choice. A lot of people immediately are like, no, he can't be Green Lantern. But if they want to make Hal a little bit more of a seasoned Green Lantern, he's been doing it a long time and he's kind of mentoring Jon Stewart. I could see Tom Cruise doing it. I don't, well, I can see him doing it, but I don't see him doing it. You know what I mean? I don't think Tom Cruise would do this, but, um, but if they picked him, I wouldn't be against it. Jake Gyllenhaal. I can dig it. I would take it. Army Hammer. I think this is the most logical choice here. I really do think Army Hammer already has the role. And they're just trying to float these names out there. I think Army Hammer is probably the most logical sense to go for Hal Jordan. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper would be my pick. If I had to pick somebody to be Hal Jordan, I would go with Bradley Cooper. But the other interesting name on this list is Ryan Reynolds. Yes, did we not forget that Ryan Reynolds already played Hal Jordan in a Green Lantern movie several years ago that a lot of people didn't like and I thought they wanted to forget about? Obviously, he's probably on this list because of how big Deadpool is and they're probably just excited to say, you know what, maybe we can make it work with Ryan. You could try to make it work all you want. I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell that Ryan Reynolds would do this movie. I just don't. He's so happy with Deadpool. He got so much shit for Green Lantern that I just don't think he would do it. Even if they offered him a shit ton of money, which they probably could, I still don't see him doing it. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I actually don't think the the Green Lantern movie is that bad. Um, It's got problems. The origin story took way too long. But I don't think overall it's that bad. So if they wanted to bring him back, I'd have no trouble with that. But it would be confusing, I think, because supposedly that Green Lantern movie is not a part of the DC universe that they got set up now. So that would make it canon and make it seem like it is if they bring Ryan back. I just, like I said, I just don't see Ryan doing it. He's happy being Deadpool. 
Let him be Deadpool. <clears throat> so if it was my pick, like I said, Bradley Cooper, I'd be totally cool with Jake Gyllenhaal. But I really do feel out of this list, it would be Army Hammer. Now, it could be more people. Like I said, that's a short list, supposedly. So we'll see what comes of it. We'll keep you posted, as always. In some other big news, it looks like James Cameron and Deadpool director Tim Miller are reportedly in early talks to work on a new Terminator movie. Yes, we're going back to that well again. Terminator. Now, before you get all crazy, supposedly the rights are going back to James Cameron here in a couple years. And he really wants to make a good Terminator movie. But he's too busy. He's doing all these Avatar movies. He's tied up. But supposedly he's going to play like a Godfather role here. And he's going to help shepherd a script and an idea. Get the Deadpool director Tim Miller to flesh it out and do it. And supposedly it's going to be a light reboot. But it's also going to be basically like a proper T3 it's supposed to be the conclusion to the original James Cameron trilogy. So it makes that makes me a little bit excited. Like if they can get James Cameron to rock and roll on this thing by godfathering it and really kind of giving his ideas of what he thought he would do with the third movie and allowing the, the team to kind of put it together, I would be down with that. So we'll see what ends up happening with the new Terminator here as it develops. <clears throat> um... Karen Gillan is confirmed. Um, she plays Nebula in Guardians of the Galaxy. She is confirmed for Infinity War, so that's pretty cool. We definitely getting her back there. One sec. Like I said, sometimes when you skip a couple weeks, some of the stuff's just not even worth talking about anymore. So I gotta skip some of my notes. <clears throat> Black Panther has officially started production. That's awesome. They are officially filming now. I can't wait to see the Black Panther movie. It's gonna be awesome. And they put out the full cast listing now. Andy Circus is confirmed to be back playing his character from Age of Ultron. Um, uh, Martin Freeman is back Playing his character from Civil War Lots of great stuff This cast is stacked Can't wait to see what they end up doing here With Black Panther Uh, Kristen Stewart is set to host SNL next month The writer of Earth to Echo Has just been hired to write the script For the Shazam movie we have your first look at Benedict Cumberbatch as Thomas Edison in his new film, The Current War. David Ayer, director and writer of the Suicide Squad movie, he says, looking back on it now, <clears throat> if he was to make any differences or make any changes, he says he would have made the Joker the main villain of the movie. He says, that's what I should have done, is I should have made Joker the main villain and had everybody else, you know, the squad and everybody going after the Joker. That's what we all thought was going to happen. What... Why did you change it, David? Why? <laughs> I still like Suicide Squad, but man, that would have been definitely the way to go there, um, doing it as that. So, yeah. But good good to see. I like when directors come out and say, you know what? If I could have done it differently, this is what I would have done. It's, uh, it's always nice to hear. 
Now, there's been some conflicting stuff. Hugh Jackman did an interview and he kind of said that this Wolverine movie doesn't really take place in the same universe as the other X-Men movies, which got everybody talking and saying, oh, they're messing with the timelines again and blah, blah, blah. The director, though, said that's not quite the case. He says it is basically the same timeline, just different things have happened, and you'll understand it more when you see the movie. So, I'm going to trust the director, and we'll see what happens in March. Let's see here. Some big box office stuff. Like I said, Split came out last week, and it debuted with $40 million in the number one spot. Also think about this, Split was made for $5 million, <laughs> 5 and it made 40 in its opening weekend. Massive hit and a great comeback for M. Night Shyamalan, <clears throat> especially after the second week numbers. Uh, congratulations to Star Wars Rogue One, Rogue One passed the $1 billion mark last week, and congratulations to Moana, Moana passed the $500 million mark, so big, big you know, points there for these movies. Just went and saw Moana again this past weekend. I saw the new sing along version. They just, for those of you who didn't know, they just re released Moana into theaters again for a couple weeks. And it's in a sing along version where literally the words come up on the screen like karaoke and the little flower bounces around. You sing the songs. My daughter is obsessed with Moana. This is the, she's seen it four times already. Um, it was my third time seeing it. So I knew the songs already too. I didn't even need the words on the screen. But we took her on Saturday and sang along and it was a lot of fun. So glad to see Moana. Um, You know, and I want to change my rating right now for Moana. While I'm here, I'm going to do this on the spot. I gave Moana four out of five stars. Now that I've seen it three times, this is a five star kids movie. I don't know what I was really thinking. Honestly, it is a five star kids movie because when I come out of it, I'm like, you know what? It's fun it's funny, it's got some jokes for adults, it's got good songs for it being a Disney movie, it's catchy as hell, great characters, there's nothing really much else you could do to this movie, so I don't know why I was being so harsh on it, so I officially changed my score from 4 out of 5 to 5 out of 5 for Moana, judged on just for what it's made for, it's a great perfect film, I hope it wins Best Animated Feature at the Oscars, and um... Yeah, and I hope uh, it wins Best Song as well. Because if uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda can win that Best Song, he's going to win that EGOT, the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony Award. Uh, It's going to be awesome. So, you know, we'll see. Fingers crossed there for him. Uh, We have the brand new trailer for King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. Which is, eh, it's okay. Whatever. Um... We have our official title for the new Star Wars film. Yes, Star Wars Episode Eight has an official title, and it is The Last Jedi. Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. It's growing on me, but man, when they announced this thing, I was like, I don't like it. <laughs> I just thought it felt very blah. It felt very half-assed. It felt very just like, hey, we need a title. Uh, hurry up, give me something. I don't know, the, the Last Jedi? Perfect, put it down. I, It just seems very generic, but um, I get the overall meaning of it. You know, a lot of people confuse, is it Luke? Is it Rey? Who's the Last Jedi? Does it mean it in plural? 
we're talking about one person. Now, if you go by the opening crawl to The Force Awakens, it literally says in the opening crawl, The Last Jedi, Luke Skywalker. So, I'm assuming they're talking about Luke Skywalker. That seems to be the direction they're going. But there you go. We have an official title, and it's Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Um, Ewan McGregor is replacing Charlie Hunnam in the new romantic drama called Zoe. We have the new trailer for The Assignment, starring Michelle Rodriguez and Sigourney Weaver. Logan is officially been rated R. So yeah, no more guessing there. Now we knew it was going to be, but now we have it. It's official. Logan's been rated R for strong, brutal violence and language throughout and brief nudity. Woohoo! We have your 37th annual Razzie Award nominations. Um, I typically read these down. I'm not going to bother this year because you know why? Because they're kind of being fucked up this year, to be honest. The Razzies, of course, is all fun and games. It's a funny award show to give like the junk of the year awards. The thing that pisses me off this year is that they gave Batman v Superman the most nominations of any movie this year. Like, worst movie of the year, worst actors with Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, worst, you know, villain with Jesse Eisenberg, worst script, worst directing, worst screenplay, blah, 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 blah. Get the fuck out of here, because that is bullshit. That is not, even people that don't really care for Batman v Superman would not say it's one of the worst movies of the year. It tied Zoolander 2 for the most nominations. Now, Zoolander 2 deserves to be on this fucking list because it is a piece of shit. You know what else deserves to be on this list? Movies like Independence Day Resurgence. Movies like Unfriended. You know, movies like The Lazarus Project. Shit. The shit that came out this year. Not Batman v Superman. I feel like that was just a grab to be like, let's pick on DC because it's the funny thing to do this year. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Ben Affleck for worst worst actor? Are you fucking kidding me? That's what everybody loved in Batman v Superman is his Batman. So it just pisses me off. I've always been pretty cool with what the Razzies have come up with. Even if it's something I personally like. Because it's only like one category it's nominated or one movie. They just went overboard this year with Batman v Superman. And I just think it's a load of bullshit to be honest. Uh, Ryan Murphy teases a crossover season for American Horror Story, so we'll see what ends up coming up with that. Uh, We have The Walking Dead Season 7 official trailer. Darren Criss has been cast as the music meister for the Supergirl and Flash musical crossover episode. I can't wait to see this day, man. It is going to be bonkers. Alec Baldwin is set to host SNL for a record-breaking 17th time. Woohoo, that is crazy. Um, we have your trailer for the Black Blacklist spinoff called Blacklist Redemption. I watched this trailer and I was like, uh, <laughs> I, it, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The Blacklist is a great show. This doesn't look like it even belongs in the same universe. So I don't know. Uh, Tomb Raider has officially begun production, so that's awesome. We're getting rolling here on our new version of Tomb Raider with Alicia Vikander. That's going to be awesome. Um, Also just started filming Avengers Infinity War. Yes, that's awesome. I'm so excited to see that, of course. Um, So that's cool. Marvel's going to be filming Infinity War and Black Panther at the same damn time. 
see how that works out. But hey, if they want to use Black Panther, it'll be easy, right? He's just right there on the set. They're like, hey, come on over here. Uh, we need you for a couple minutes. Um, <laughs> my Super Sweet 16. Yes, that show's coming back and being rebooted over on MTV. Thanks a lot, MTV. Like, we really need that. Um, we got a new Justice League photo that came out. It still doesn't have no Superman, so I don't care. Uh, no, I'm just playing. It's a cool picture. Uh, let's see here. Neil Blomkamp is saying that he might not direct Alien 5 after all. No shocker here. I don't think this movie is even going to get made. Now that Ridley Scott's doing his Alien prequel trilogy, there's just no time to do this Alien 5 movie that Neil Blomkamp wants to do. So I think he's just going to move on from there. Stephen Colbert is set to host the 2017 Emmys. So that's pretty cool. Um, We have everything coming to Amazon Video in February for you to check out. Michael Doherty has been confirmed as the director of Godzilla 2. So we'll see how that turns out. Uh, Danielle Pineda has joined the cast of the Jurassic World sequel. The Predator cast has also just added Thomas Jane. This this is awesome. I love Thomas Jane. Of course, most people know him as the Punisher from a couple years back. Uh, this dude is awesome. I saw him at Comic-Con one year, and he was the coolest thing ever. I met him, got his autograph. We also saw a screening of one of his movies that never really got a theatrical cut. Um, but it was really cool watching that movie and watching his reactions just to know what people thought about it. Uh, he's a really cool dude. I've always liked Thomas Jane and happy to see him added to the Predator cast. Last Man on Earth, another great TV show that's on, has just added Kristen Wiig for a recurring role. And I love Kristen Wiig, so that's a great addition there. I don't know how many episodes she'll be on, but she has signed on uh, for a reoccurring role, so she'll be on several episodes. <clears throat> and Every Which Way But Loose remake is in the works. Okay. Uh, do we need it? I don't know. NBC has ordered a revenge comedy pilot from Seth Meyers and Michael Bryan. A Snowden-like drama pilot has been ordered by CBS. And, of course, we have your Oscar nominations. Yes, Oscars were announced a couple days ago. And um, we finally found out what all is being nominated. And La La Land leads the list with 14 nominations Tying the record previously set by All About Eve in 1950 and Titanic in 1997. Other top nominees include Arrival and Moonlight with eight apiece, Hacksaw Ridge, Lion, and Manchester Sea with six apiece, Fences and Hell or High Water with four apiece. So I'm going to try to break down the major categories here real quick for you. Um, for Best Picture, your nominees are Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Manchester by the Sea, and Moonlight. Best Director, Denny Villeneuve for Arrival, Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge, Damien Chazelle for La La Land, Kenneth Longerman for Manchester by the Sea, and Barry Jenkins for Moonlight. Best Actor, Casey Affleck for Manchester by the Sea, Andrew Garfield for Hacksaw Ridge, Ryan Gosling, La La Land, Viggo Mortensen for Captain Fantastic, and Denzel Washington for Fences. Best Actress, Isabel Hoopert for Elle, Ruth Nega for Loving, Natalie Portman for Jackie, Emma Stone for La La Land, and Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins. <clears throat> Best Supporting Actor, Marshala Ali for Moonlight, Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water, Lucas Hedges for Manchester by the Sea, 
Dev Patel for Lion, and Michael Shannon for Nocturnal Animals. Best Supporting Actress, Viola Davis for Fences, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Nicole Kidman for Lion, Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures, and Michelle Williams for Manchester by the Sea. Uh, Best Animated Feature, Kubo and the Two Strings, Moana, My Life is a Zucchini, The Red Turtle, and Zootopia. Like I said, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna skip a lot of the other costumes and makeups and cinemas and scores and all this other stuff. Best original song, <clears throat> Audition from La La Land, Can't Stop the Feeling from Trolls, City of Stars from La La Land, The Empty Chair from Jim the James Foley Story, and How Far I'll Go from Moana. That's my daughter's favorite song. How far I'll go. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Those are your main categories for the Oscars. We will see uh, who wins just next month. So stay tuned for that. We'll, of course, keep you posted. Got everything wrong with Resident Evil Extinction. Check that one out. Oh, Extinction's the Mad Max one that I really like. I think I called it Afterlife earlier. Oops. Uh, Yeah, Extinction's tight. Uh, We got the Honest trailer for Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. We have the new trailer for T2 Train Spotting. We have the new trailer for Brimstone. Let's see here. Uh, Zach, Zack Snyder, director of Justice League, he teases Superman's presence in Justice League by saying, yes, he's got a big role in the film, and uh, his appearance and lack of appearance in the film are major plot points. So thanks, Zach, for clearing that one up. <laughs> uh, TNT has renewed The Librarians for a fourth season. Congratulations there. I did not like that show, so I never made it past the first season. I'm glad to see again a fourth. We have your first look at The Leftover Season 3. Netflix is rebooting Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Um, what was it? Daisy Ridley is set to lead Paramount's new film, A Woman of No Importance. So that's cool. Glad to see Daisy Ridley getting a lot of extra work. Fox sets an X-Men series pilot for production. Yes, they are moving forward with the one. I've talked to you guys about it before where it's like a family, um, a normal mom and dad. They have a couple kids. The kids all of a sudden have mutant powers. They go on the run from the government. Supposedly, this show will take place in the X-Men movie universe. Now, Legion, which is coming out on FX, does not take place in the X-Men movie universe. It does take place in their own X-Men world but uh, it's their own thing. This new Fox show will take place in the X-Men cinematic universe. So that's pretty cool. And uh, to enhance that connective tissue, they've actually just signed on Brian Singer to direct the pilot as well. Brian Singer, of course, directed the original X-Men film, X-Men 2, X-Men Days of Future Past, and X-Men Apocalypse. So he knows his X-Men, and he's going to be directing the pilot for this new Fox TV show. Uh, Mary Louise Parker has joined Mr. Mercedes, uh, which is a new series coming out based on Stephen King book of the same name. I like uh, Mary Louise Parker, so glad to see her get the work. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was producing a new comedy series called Heiston that was going to be coming out on Amazon. And Amazon has now scrapped the series and says they won't be moving forward. So there you go. 
Greg Berlanti is working with Diablo Cody on a new comedy pilot over on ABC, and ABC has just picked it up to a pilot order, so congratulations there. Netflix has set the Trevor Noah comedy special Afraid of the Dark to premiere on February 21st. Gabriel Iglesias is set to star in a new ABC comedy from Ryan Seacrest, producing that. John Cena... John Cena is set to host Nickelodeon's 2017 Kids Choice Awards. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, director of Doctor Strange, Scott Derrickson, says that he won't rule anything out for the Doctor Strange sequel. Good. I'm glad to hear he won't rule anything out. Um... Netflix has a new show called Ultimate Beastmaster coming out, which is basically like American Ninja Warrior on steroids. Um, they, Netflix says that the obstacle course that they built is the largest unscripted TV set ever built. This thing looks insane. So if you like shows like American Ninja Warrior and stuff like that, look for Netflix's Ultimate Beastmaster, produced by Sylvester Stallone, coming out in February on Netflix. We also have a trailer for it as well. Uh, The Middle, the TV show The Middle will be back for a ninth season. So, man, congratulations to them, man. Nine seasons, that's awesome. The Predator, got more casting news. Yes, the little kid from Room, Jacob Tremblay, has just been added to the cast list for the Predator movie. Awesome. Uh, Naomi Harris has just joined The Rock. In the Rampage movie. Yes, we told you Rock's doing Rampage based on the arcade game. Uh, Naomi Harris joining the cast. Great. Just talked about her Oscar nomination for Moonlight. She's an awesome addition there. So shout out Naomi Harris. Uh, Some sad news. Mary Tyler Moore passed away at the age of 80. So uh, very, very sad. Thoughts, prayers uh, are out to all her friends and family. Very, very sad to see the passing of Mary Tyler Moore. Um, James Ponsult is going to uh, direct a big screen adaptation of Larry Niven's In Constant Motion. Uh, the Unabomber series Manifesto has just cast Mark Duplass to join the cast. Uh, Lynn Collins as well. In some sad DC news, the Flash script has been given a page one rewrite. Yes, Warner Brothers has hired Joby Harold to do a page one rewrite on the Flash script. The movie was set to come out next year. Now that is not looking very likely. Um, this saddens me. You know, the movie's already been through a couple directors. I thought they said they had a script that they were pretty happy with. Saying that they're going to do a page one rewrite right now means they are starting from scratch. They are literally rewriting the script from the beginning again. That's not good. So, yeah. I thought they could still make their release date next year, but with a page one rewrite, that is not looking so hot right now. So it looks like they're moving on. Ezra Miller has now jumped into doing Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Him 2. In the meantime, and hopefully they'll have Flash ready by the time he's done with that. But um, yeah, I was looking really forward to this Flash movie, man. But a page one rewrite, not so good. 
Minions 2 has been announced And Minions 2 will hit theaters on Friday, July 3rd, 2020 Sing 2 has also been announced Sing 2 will be coming out Friday, December 25th, 2020 And they've also announced A Secret Life of Pets 2 Which was supposed to come out in 2018 It's been pushed back to July 3rd, 2019 So some big animation releases there Let's see here. Square Enix is teaming up with Marvel to make a new Avengers game, which we got a little teaser for that we posted. Looks pretty cool. The the Saul Legacy, yes, Saul Legacy comes out in October. Um, we don't know much about it, but we know they just added Laura Vandervoort and Hannah Anderson to the cast. Uh, Laura's awesome. She played Supergirl on Smallville, and then she even played a villain. Uh, Indigo on the new Supergirl TV show uh, So good to see her on here I don't know much about this Hannah chick But Saw Legacy comes out in October We have the brand new trailer for Wolves Starring Michael Shannon and Carla Cugino uh, Nina Dobrev is set to return For the Vampire Diaries series finale So she'll reprise her role there We have the first trailer for Lowriders Sony Classics acquires Brigsby Bear Starring Mark Hamill and Kyle Mooney Um, So that'll be coming out at some point Um, We have the first teaser trailer for Love Season 2 Which is coming out on Netflix We have some motion posters for the Baywatch movie And I'll tell you my favorite is Alexander Daddario Oh, what a motion poster, man It's like five seconds I had to replay, replay, replay (laughs) It's so hot, so hot um, the Invasion team up isn't the only time that we're going to be seeing the worlds of Arrow, The Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow collide. So, oh yeah, it looks like we'll probably be getting some more crossover. So that is awesome there. Jonathan Rise Myers is headed to Vikings. So yeah, so that's good, good addition to Vikings. Craig Robinson and Mr. Adam Scott. Are set to star in a new Fox TV pilot called Ghosted. Um, I'm in. I don't even know what need to know what this show is about. I love Craig Robinson and Adam Scott is hilarious as well. So if they're doing a show together, I am on board. Josh Groban announces a new Beauty and the Beast song called Evermore that will be a part of the movie. Fox has ordered a pilot for the TV series version of Justin Cronin's The Passage Which is a post-apocalyptic vampire um, novel that came out And they're going to adapt it to a TV show Um, Ben Affleck's movie Live by Night is set to lose Warner Brothers about $75 million Ooh. That's a rough one there, Ben. That's a rough one. You better get going on that Batman movie. You owe them one now. <laughs> uh, we have some more story details about the Sicario sequel, Soldado. So if you want to hear some more about that, look for that article up on our uh, Twitter page. We have the trailer for Imperial Dreams starring John Boyega, um, which looks like it's going to be a Netflix movie. Dominic West is set to play Laura Croft's father in the new Tomb Raider movie. That's a good addition there. We got some set photos of Punisher from the new Netflix series. We got the trailer for Kung Fu Yoga starring Jackie Chan. Check that one out. 
Um, we have our best look yet at Joe Manganiello's uh, Deathstroke. You can see uh, some concept art there of him in the suit that they did during a suit test. So that's pretty cool to get to see a full view of that. Ethan Hawke and Numi Rapace team for the true 1973 hostage thriller, thriller called Stockholm. It looks like CW is going to do a Dynasty reboot. I don't know if we need that, but sure, 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 sure. Matt Reeves and Ridley Scott are teaming up for the vampire show The Passage. And we just talked about that a little bit ago. Millie Bobby Brown. Of course, she was 11 from Stranger Things. She's just been signed on to Godzilla 2. Yes, Godzilla King of Monsters will feature 11. Millie Bobby Brown coming to Godzilla 2. Uh, now, in some more sad news, we said goodbye to Sir John Hurt. Yes, John Hurt passed away at the age of 77. And we're losing too many people too quickly. Um, so our thoughts and prayers go out once again. We have another new trailer for the Boko Experiment. So check that one out, the third trailer for that. Avengers Infinity War continues to add more people to the film as it just added Mantis from Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yes, she will be in Infinity War. We have your TV winners at the 2017 Producers Guild Awards. We also have the 2017 Sundance Film Festival Award winners that you can check out there. Um... Fantastic Beast and Where to Find Them arrives on Digital HD and Ultra HD on March 7th and then officially on Blu-ray 3D Combo Pack and Blu-ray and DVD on March 28th. We also have the 2017 Sundance Film Festival Award winners. Lots of awards going on. And, of course, the 23rd Annual SAG Awards. Yes, the Screen Actors Guild Awards went down last night. And you can check out all the winners there of that. We have your first official cast photo from Ocean's 8, which looks pretty cool. Just them chilling on a subway cart. Looks awesome. Um, Avatar sequels begin motion capture in August. Yes, James, James Cameron has confirmed that the scripts are done finally to Avatar and that they are going to start doing filming in August, all motion capture going forward in August. So that's awesome. The first film is slated to arrive in 2018. Mozart in the Jungle has been uh, given a season four, and Red Oak season three has also been greenlit. So they are coming back um, on Amazon there. The Han Solo movie officially begins production as of today. So they are now filming, which is awesome. Um, it also to be known We just talked about that season 3 Given to Red Oaks over on Amazon Amazon has also announced that it will be Red Oaks Final season so that one will be done uh, But Mozart in the Jungle getting a Fourth season right now And Conor McGregor of course UFC Champion lots of speculation was going on Saying that um, That he was going to uh, Be on the new season Of Game of Thrones but then they came out and looks like, um, no, he's not. Yes, he officially confirmed he is not on season seven of Game of Thrones. 
So there you have it for that. And that, my friends, is all the news. We are over an hour mark right now. There was a lot to catch up on. So let's uh, run down our releases and box office and wrap this baby up. Out on DVD and Blu-ray this week is Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, Boo, A Medea Halloween, and Masterminds. In theaters this Friday will be Rings and The Space Between Us. Here's your top 10. Coming in number 10, the worst opening of Matthew McConaughey's career in wide release. Number 10 is Gold with $3.5 million in its debut. Number 9 is Monster Trucks with $4.1 million. Number 8 is Rogue One, A Star Wars Story with $5.1 million. Number 7 is Sing with $6.2 million. Number 6 is Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage with $8.3 million. Number 5 is La La Land with $12.1 million. Number 4 is Resident Evil, The Final Chapter with $13.9 million. Number 3 is Hidden Figures with $14 million. Number 2 is A Dog's Purpose with $18.4 million. And number 1, once again... With the smallest drop from week one to week two, split number one once again with another $26.3 million. Once again, on a $5 million budget. (laughs) Incredible. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, on this January the 30th. We are almost done with January. We're heading into February. Thank you so much for tuning in for this latest episode of Am I on the Air? Like I said, went a little bit over our hour mark. Not too bad, though. Hour 15 or so. But we got you caught up to speed, two new movie reviews, all kinds of good stuff. So with that being said, make sure you follow us on Twitter at Am I on the Air. Follow me on Twitter at DXDonMega. Make sure you like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Am I on the Air. And give us a nice like right there. You'll get all the news as it drops. Um, of course, our official webpage, AmIOnTheAir.com. That's where you can listen to the shows, the Am I Still on the Airs, movie reviews, um, trailers, it's all right there, amiontheair.com. Of course, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. If that's how you like to get the podcast, just subscribe to our feed. If you are an iTunes person, please download, rate, subscribe. Rating is the big one there. Please take a moment and give us a nice little rating. It would really help me out. If iTunes is not your thing, you can find us on Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Music Play, Buzzsprout, We are all over the interwebs. We are all over the interwebs. Tune in as well. Um, So lots of stuff to find us on. I mean, we are literally all over the damn place when it comes down to it. Excuse me. Now, if you're looking to get into podcasting, or maybe you podcast already and you're looking to uh, maybe switch your server, like I said, we use Buzzsprout, and we love Buzzsprout over here. Let me refer them to you. If you sign up for Buzzsprout, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card. Hey, I'll get one too, so let's do ourselves a, pro- <laughs> do ourselves a favor, and we'll sign up for our Refer a Friend program. Remember, so if you're interested in maybe signing up, hit me up on social media. I'll send you a unique link that you can sign up for and uh, get that nice $20 Amazon card. Buy yourself a little something-something. Uh, it's very easy to move your podcast over, and the complete move takes place in literally under the under 15 minutes. So definitely reach out to me if that's something you might be interested in. So like I said, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Music Play, We're on Instagram. Follow us. You know, come along for the ride, man. We drop a lot of cool stuff on Instagram. Hell, I even did a live video on Instagram talking about when the Star Wars title came out. You know, big news drops 
hit us up on the Instagram. So we're all over the place. And of course, our great affiliates are reddragonsradio.com. Follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio so you always know what's going down. That'll do it for me tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much once again for listening. And until next time, y'all. Peace! Bye, Daddy. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!